Nah, not yet. <laughs> I mean, we are kind of part of the media now, so. Yeah, and I, I, I might get deported. <laughs> you look Mexican. They might deport me just off of GPU. <laughs> oh man, we got Ooh. a lot to talk about, though. Yeah, a lot. A lot has has went on, but now we got fuel for the fire for the next four years. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about. Uh, the election. Wow. We'll talk about NFL uh, ratings and the season so far. NBA. Little, little NBA talk. Little baseball, right? Because we we ain't talked about that. That's that's old old news. But I mean, wasn't. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm a Pirates fan. The Cubs are in my division. I hate the Cubs. So. For the second time in a six-month span, I found myself rooting for Cleveland, which is just an odd phenomenon for me, but whatever. <laughs> mm. One out of two ain't bad. Nevertheless, President Trump. Oh, my goodness. President. I saw it coming. I didn't want to believe it, but I called it. I called it. I saw it. I called it. I believed he could win. I didn't expect it. But I knew that there was a very, very, very strong, a stronger chance than what the media was telling us. Because I work, I work in Washington. That's a predominantly what Republican area. And all of the people I talk to from just doing my route, talking to regular people have all were all saying that they were going to vote for Trump. All of them. Even some black folk uh, down there were saying that they would vote, that they were voting for Trump. They absolutely hated that woman. Absolutely just hated her. See, that's amazing. Because I, I was like, I've been through what? I was born when Reagan was just about ending. 
Bush the first, I didn't really know now. I was a little kid. The president that really, I think, had an effect on me growing up was Clinton. More so than any other president. Because that's right when you start growing up. I thought you did a good job. So, I don't know where all this hatred for the Clintons came from. But it's it's deep. People absolutely hated her. See, my... The thing that always perplexed me. If you're a conservative and you're against Hillary because, you know, she's liberal. I get that. I 100% get that. But if you're actually pro-Trump, like you didn't vote for him. Some people voted for him just because they couldn't vote for Hillary. That makes sense to me for whatever your personal is. But if you actually believe that he's going to be great or that he's going to do all this stuff that we will discuss, a lot of which is impossible. <laughs> I don't understand those people. Well, I I understand them because... I understand their frustration. I don't understand well, why they think he's going to be great. I I mean, I've read... I, I Let me just say, I'm politically neutral. Just, just, just for the record, both of us are politically neutral. It doesn't matter who's in office, because I've said it before. Don't matter who's in office. America's going to go whatever direction it wants to go, and not not no president. They're not going to stop it. But I followed it because I'm interested. I, I follow politics because I just find it interesting. And if you read some of the stuff that he was saying policy wise, once you get once you peel back all of the the bigot, bigoted stuff that he did say, a lot of his stuff makes sense though. It makes sense in a logical term. But I think in that sense it makes it impossible to do because it's so logical that anybody else would have done it. Any reasonable person would have done it. Like getting rid of that trade, NAFTA, which did obliterate trade for America. Did did right. did destroy a lot of jobs in, we'll in pause this that statement, right? If you don't think NAFTA is one of the reasons why no, a lot of jobs left It's exactly the middle. reason why the jobs left, but here's the problem with that. If you are conservatives by by rule, they're the ones who promulgate free trade. That's a conservative principle is free trade because they believe in the market and they believe the market should set prices and right. who gets what. But this goes to show you the people that voted for him are not true deep Republican like that. They don't we'll have those values. Too. But here's the problem. They think that I think that's going to change something. The world is a global economy. And it's just going to get more like that. Yeah, I agree with Not you on that. Not to mention, there's no way those jobs are coming back. I agree with you on that. That, that the world, because of NAFTA and because it's been in place for such a long period of time... It's impossible to undo what that agreement has already done because it's been in place for decades. It's hard. To, it's hard. And so, for anybody who thinks that somehow manufacturing jobs are going to come back to well, this they country, 
That's the thing. They do. <coughs> they do. But the reality is, is those jobs aren't coming back because businesses are not going to bring those jobs back. I think it's nope. history repeating itself. Because if you think, I don't want to compare this country to Germany back in World War Two, But remember, back then, they were complaining about the same issue. That jobs were leaving their country. And but the problem was is those companies weren't going to bring those jobs back because they could pay people in other countries cheaper cheaper wages than a German. Remember cuz remember the Germans passed that law to where you had to pay a German more money than any than another race. So in a, in a sense like here it's kind of on that same page. I if I'm a business, I'm not bringing my jobs back. Just to pay you more money to do the job that I'm paying this dude half to do? That's bad business. And Donald Trump is on record for saying that. I mean, he has companies overseas. He gets his clothes. His clothes are are, are made overseas. So it, it was just rhetoric. That's the point. They eat that rhetoric up. Not they eat it up. He, he also said he would slap these tariffs <coughs> on products that come into the States. Well, only thing that's going to do is raise prices on everything. There is no but way for around the record, though, vision. for the record, under Obama's administration, prices for food did go up. So, and he didn't slap tariffs, tariffs on these things. It just naturally thing. went up. So, I mean, people... Can art, but not only on food, but on other things too. The prices for things went up. That's how the world goes. Inflation is real. But that's what I'm saying is that to if you talk to somebody who's hurting, they're not going to want to believe that. Oh, I, I fully. <clears throat> after I read some things, to try to like, all right, what was the people seeing? And I get their frustration. The problem is that these people really believe these jobs are going to come back. Donald Trump was in Pittsburgh when he was still campaigning <coughs> talking about bringing back steel jobs. <laughs> steel ain't been in Pittsburgh in 30 years. There's not a steel mill in the city of Pittsburgh. Not one. No Bridgeville. But, but like, uh, and honestly, I think if you ask a Pittsburgher, none of us want them to come back at this point. Like That's long gone. But you know why? The city evolved. You don't have to believe in the theory of evolution to understand human evolution. <clears throat> this was a steel town. Those jobs went away. The city reinvented itself as a mega hub for healthcare, hospitals, technology. The city of Pittsburgh is actually in a better place now than it was 30 years ago when the steel jobs closed because people re-educated themselves and new businesses See, that's, that's, developed and flourished. That's, now, the that's problem the for these rural people is... <clears throat> What do they evolve to? And that's where they're stuck. See, the problem is, on the other hand, the jobs that they think are coming back. Like coal's not coming back. Oh, no. no. You know, all these manufacturing jobs and plants and things. Even, not to mention you know, that they've been sent overseas. But now it's just modern technology. They have machines that do the work of four or five people that, that people used to do back in the day. Like, that stuff is over. Mm. It's over. I think I think what it is though is that <clears throat> like I think what you see and what I don't like 
is that liberals are kind of arcing this. There is a racial overtone to why Trump got elected. There is. Oh, yeah. But to say that that is the reason why he got elected, I think is false. Because it's not all... To say that that's the only reason is not 100% accurate. Because... The government was going too... It was becoming too progressive. It was swinging too far to the left. And when Jimmy Carter became president, that's when it kind of hit a roadblock. And what happened at his presidential election? The, the, the country went conservative for how many years? It didn't swing back to liberals until... It didn't swing back to Democrats until Bill Clinton. And I think that this is exactly what's happening now. For everybody who says that this country is very liberal and very progressive, Dave Chappelle said it in his skit on Saturday Night Live. He was like, pump your brakes, people, because this is still a big country. You look at it, coastally, it's all blue. But everything in that middle is red, and it hasn't changed. And for people, and I think that that's what happened for liberals, is they got too caught up in thinking that this country just swung to the left and everybody was on board of it because we elected the, well, because the first black president got elected. So obviously the country changed and they forgot that it did not. And that you push these liberal agendas on people, it comes back to bite you. And that's exactly what happened. Well, actually, In my opinion. I think that that's exactly what happened. Yeah, there is some I, racism played into that, obviously. This is a a racially charged election too and he played on that he played on that but at the same time you gotta remember white people are still the majority population in this country that's true (laughs) but the reason why Trump won here's the actual phrase that is the truth of this whole entire election people talked about all these rural people and conservatives rose up that's actually a false statement if you research the votes Hillary lost this election. And the reason why I say she lost is because Donald Trump got less votes than either Mitt Romney or John McCain did in the last two elections. Oh yeah, this is this the is reason the why she lost is Man. she lost all the Obama supporters. She lost millions but, of people so that they, voted for but him. But that's the point. That's so there's still not enough Republican and conservative people to overtake when all the actual liberal liberals and that's, show that's up. what liberals they use that as their defense but the problem is is that if they it's don't fact. come out and vote that's their fault I they the liberals who are out there protesting and complaining they're they're the reason why that this happened I don't think my, I mean Hillary was flawed I don't think a lot of people was really feeling her but they was like I ain't vote for him so people just stayed home that's the but then but then you can't that's you can't turn around and go protest because they even were interviewing uh, some of these people who were protesting and they asked them like did you vote and most of the people that they came in contact was like I didn't vote so why are you out here complaining if you didn't vote you protested that's, exactly that's like, like it's on you like this this election was lost because liberals are who they are they don't for and, and this is a stereotype, and I don't, I don't care what anybody says, but it's been proven true all the time. Liberals do not come out and vote for the most part, but they are the biggest whiners for the most part. They don't, if you want change in this country where you have a voting system, you come out and vote. You come out and vote. If you stay home because you don't like her, 
then you're basically accepting the fact that he and the Republicans can be president. But one thing else I want to talk about, too, is that Obama was good at getting himself elected. He was not good at getting the Democratic Party elected because for six years of his presidency, he had a Republican control, almost for the most part, a Republican controlled Congress. He, could, he was not good at getting other Democrats elected. And that's a flaw on his part. But Bill Clinton had the same situation. Uh, that's, that's how the government is supposed to work. It's supposed to be checks and balances. But that's the perfect situation so people can't go But there's the stereotype that is plagued on conservatives is that they are the dumber of the two party, of the two political spectrums that come. But they're the ones that come out and vote. They're the ones that vote for their state legislators. They're the ones that vote for their uh for their education, their board of educators in their counties. They come out and vote for this. Democrats don't. They don't care. They think for some reason that the president is the is the power. And that's a flaw on liberals and Democrats all over this country. That's a flaw on their part because they don't come out during the midterm elections and elect people elect the people who actually make the laws the president is the one who signs the laws into law and they can still overpower him from signing it so that that stereotype that republicans are these dumb redneck people that come out and they hunt and they they got missing teeth and they come out and they just vote is an absolute is absolutely false and if anything this election proved that they are the smarter of the two parties because they come out and vote. So let's talk about the NBA real quick. Most of the time, you gotta you gotta learn how to gel as a unit. I still think Golden State is going to represent the West. I I, I just I, I'm sorry. Like I, I think I think in the end they just got too the much defense, firepower, man. man. The defenses. I watched them like when they played the Pelicans. I'm not even sure if the Pelicans have a win yet. But when they won that game, the Pelicans, who literally have Anthony Davis and and four dudes that no one has ever heard of, put up like 120 points on them. They just outscored them. But they could not stop this team with flat-out bums on it. Yeah. Where's Bogut now? Dallas? Yeah. Like, that that defense, I think that, I think, I, I think they'll find a way. But if they don't get it done, it's going to be because of that defense. Because they, well, they're going to have, they they, have trouble stopping people when you need they, to stop They somebody. decided to go small. How many dudes do they got that's like like over six foot nine? They don't got that many, right? They got rid of most of their big men. So well, they that dude that, no, they got what? Uh, what's his name when he's played for Hawks? Uh, mm. Pachula or whatever. Nah, he ain't that good anyway. Yeah, he's their starting center right now. Like Draymond's their best defender, but he's on like he's, he's like LeBron's height. He's like six eight. Yeah, that's why the Spurs murdered him because you know, Lamarcus Aldridge was getting whatever the heck he wanted. Like cause he's he's legit seven foot tall. Like what do you want? You six eight. I don't care how good of a defender you are. If the nigga's seven feet tall and he got a jumper like Lamarcus Aldridge, he's gonna kill you if he's feeling it. The only way you won't win is if he's having an off night. Yeah, I think I think that. Uh... Not to mention Kawhi, he can't stop KD, but he at least gives him some trouble. The Spurs might be a matchup problem for them. They don't want to see the Spurs. 
And I, 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 I'm definitely watching the first time they play the Clippers. Well, I'm saying like because Blake Griffin's going teams. to murder them too. Yeah, I mean that, those are always the teams though. Yeah, but I think the they, way they are always Golden in State, I think they. I might be the only person who thinks this, but I think as a team, they might have been better without KD. The way they played, they were, they were perfectly set up. They had a big man who didn't really want to shoot. He just rebounded and passed. They had Draymond, who's unselfish. He would just defend and rebound whenever he got the occasional open three. He was at least a good enough jump shooter to make you respect it. Then they had Harrison Barnes. Now, he would he would be in and out. He was probably the question mark. And then with, with the other three being so unselfish, that left Clay and Steph to shoot pretty much whenever they wanted. Yeah. And it flowed perfectly. And then they had that bench. That bench was deep. Yeah, that was like, what won them their championship. They was, was like deep 10 deep. Yo, their bench would come in, and their bench was like starters. Yeah. And that's you like, even if you kept up with them, like you was hyped up and teams would be matched up first quarter, you'd be tied with them or down by like two. Second quarter, when their bench came in and your bench came in, that's when they start separating. Yeah. And then by then, the starters would come back in, and by third, fourth quarter, you're done. Because they was deep. They had to give all that money to KD. And then they're going to have to pay Steph next summer. How you going to have a bench? Yeah, I think they got to win now in order to justify what they're doing. It's going to be it's going to be interesting, but these people that think it's a slam dunk. I don't think they're going to. I, I, I mean, I think they're going to be in the finals. I don't think that they're going to win. I think if they got to go against the Cavs again, that's a wrap. Because I think Cleveland, because I think, I think LeBron James knows he can beat them now. And I he think, he single handedly is the reason he, why they won. I think he knew they could beat them two years ago. I think LeBron in his heart believes if they would have had Kevin Love and Kyrie, they would beat them the first. Man, I think in his heart he believes that. I think that's why he took it so personal. LeBron's always been kind of mellow. Did you see LeBron before some of them games? Yo? I remember it was like Game Six, yo, when they was doing the national anthem. The song wasn't even over yet, and he like ripped his shirt off. Like, let's go! He was hyped. I was like, yo, somebody's get dumped on the night. Because LeBron don't normally Too get much criticism amped. on him. Yeah, LeBron don't normally get amped up like that. Yeah. So I, I think, I think who, I, I don't, I don't know. I think Cleveland might win it again, though. Because I think he's, he's like, he's always been iffy to me. Like, he's not a killer. But last season, during the finals, he became a killer. When not he to mention. If he keeps that mentality this year, he's unstoppable, yo. If he plays the way he played. Well, the best part is he's he has unstoppable. a killer. And Kyrie. Kyrie's a killer. At least on offense. Yeah, just and, offense. Not to mention, Kyrie is so good offensively. Because LeBron's 32. He's been at least he was 18. And he's been in the finals like six straight years. All them years in the finals, that's like a whole extra season that he's played. The other people ain't played. So now that he got a guy that he can be like, yo, Kyrie, you just, when they're playing like the Milwaukee Bucks or somebody, like, yo, just go murder yeah. these niggas. I'm going to chill. And he could just like, put up like 18 and 9 in his sleep. So his numbers will probably drop a little bit this year just because he's chilling. Yeah. And then the playoffs will come around. They'll be like, all right, I got this. So I think, I mean, honestly, in the East. There ain't nobody except, I think, what, the Celtics? They're the only, they thought that they were going to be able to challenge him. And they got a, not, not challenge the them, Celt- but at least give them some trouble. There's a gap. Oh, yeah. Like, in it's the like East, there's no question. Gap. And then you got, like. Uh, Toronto, Boston. Toronto, Boston. I, I would, I would give Atlanta. 
I'll put Atlanta in that crowd because they, they they beat the Cavs this year so far. They're the only team that beat them. Um, That's it. Washington is too dysfunctional, yeah. And I like John Wall, yeah, but when you're openly beefing with, with somebody else on your team, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, like him and Bradley Beers, like Bradley Beal was like, yeah, we don't get along. Like, well, maybe the Knicks, if 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 Jesus Christ comes down and plays for them. They just Come on, man. <laughs> yo, when he said that, yo, I was laughing like, what? <laughs> Y'all are a super team, yo? But I don't understand, like, Phil Jackson, yo. He's horrible as a manager, yo. <laughs> He's awful, yo. You got Carmelo, who I like Carmelo. Carmelo's probably, I'm, like, he's an offensive it's a money juggernaut. Shot, man. That's money shot. Like, man. I love watching Carmelo play. But he's not a great team basketball player. Like, when he gets the ball, he, it's going up. Like, that's just, that's just it. He's getting buckets. But he don't make other people better. Mm-mm. He's a better scorer than LeBron is. LeBron's a, bre- a greater player by miles because he makes everyone around him better. So you have a guy that takes a lot of shots. That doesn't make people around him better, per se. And so your decision of point guard is another guy who likes to dominate the ball and take a lot of shots. <laughs> How is that going uh, That's why I think in the NBA, they get caught up with the superstar more so than the actual, let's see how this works on paper. Like, let's see how this would fit. And I think you see a lot of knee-jerk, like, decisions in the NBA more so than you see in other sports. Just because the NBA, you you can kind of get away with it a little bit more. And there's not that big of a pool to pick from in the NBA as opposed to other sports. But that's what I think the Knicks did. It was just knee-jerk. Oh, joking? Oh, yeah. The one year the Knicks was good, what was that, 2013 when they won, like, 55 games or whatever? The reason why they were good is because I don't even remember who their point guard was. I, mean, I legit don't remember who the point guard was for the team. It wasn't Lynn, was it? No, that was, was Jeremy Lynn. That was a couple years after Lynn Sanity. They had a they had a no name point guard that just got Carmelo to rock, and then they surrounded him with shooters. Yo, they had the little dude that was doing the discount double check like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, what was that white boy's name? I don't even know. <laughs> they had him. They had J.R. Smith. You know, Shumpert. They had all these. Like guards that just shot jumpers, so they could space it out. Carmelo could do his thing. If you double team him, he could kick it out. That's the kind of people you need to put around Carmelo. If he's going to be your best player, you gonna give all your money to. If you need a point guard who just want to pass. I know Prigioni was on that team. Yeah, I don't think he was the starter, but you need a point guard who really just want to defend and kind of dish the rock. And you need shooting everywhere. The Knicks have no shooting. And a point guard that wants to shoot just as much as Carmelo does. That is asinally stupid. I'm sorry. That is. And for for uh for Phil Jackson, yo. He's man. still trying to run the triangle. You trying to yeah, run the triangle? Yeah, he was mad because they wasn't running it. Like he was adamantly upset. Like he's trying to run the triangle with two niggas that want to shoot. Who's it? Hornacek, Jeff Hornacek. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Could you imagine? Like, can can you just let me like run my offense? Why? Why, man? This ain't Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant no more, yo. Or Shaq. <laughs> I, I don't you know, like. If you think about all three of the people who want Jordan, well, Jordan could do whatever, but he could post up, and then people could cut, 
he can kick it. Shaq, posting up. People could cut, he can kick it. Kobe, posting up. People could cut, he can kick it. Carmelo don't post up. Carmelo gets no, the ball yeah. from the elbow. He shoots. Yeah. Does that little pump fake. Yeah. And either goes to the hole or shoots a mid-range jumper. There's no posting up. You can't cut. You can, There's none of that. There's nothing. There's no, there's no components in place to run the triangle. There's no shooting in place to run the triangle. There's no slashers to run the triangle. And you know, man, the other day you run it as a triangle. It's like, what, dude? That's why I think that, that in the NBA, you know, they do more of that superstar signing than they do. Because like you said with Golden State, this could... And I agree with you about about signing KD could actually come back to bite them. I agree with that because they had the best setup for a team. Like if I imagined putting a team together, you got two great shooters and everybody, all your other starters are unselfish and you got a deep bench, that's what you want. They overreact. That's what I'm saying. Is like I think in the NBA you see that more than any other sport. They overreact because of the superstar, and then when they get it, they're like, "All right, now how's this going to fit?" They had a perfectly built team, and they just lost to an to who could possibly be the second greatest player of all time, and he had to have a monster, unforgettable finals to win. Not to mention Draymond Green getting himself kicked out for Game Five. So there was a lot of stuff that just kind of went Cleveland's way. LeBron went insane. Uh, Green missed the game. Yep. And they they lost in the game seven by, by a couple points. The, the thing they should have did was either... Find they should have got rid of Barnes. They could have got rid of Barnes because he folded both years in the finals. Like, yep. He was just like, he don't got no heart or something. They should have kept Spade there. He was solid. Marty Spade, you know, that nigga's jumper is wet. They should have kept him. They should have kept Spade. They should have kept Bogut. Try oh, to, yeah, they should have kept Try Bogut. to upgrade Barnes. You know, if you could find a, a, a three who could shoot and got some you know some hustle to him. It, even when Barnes was hurt earlier in the year, the dude they was bringing off the bench. What was his name? Um, oh, what the heck was that dude's name? Because he was pretty solid. He was balling out. Like, I mean, what, it, they should have just got a nice, solid player to replace Harrison Barnes. Or if they could have just signed him on the cheap because he got ninety four million from Dallas, so he wasn't worth that. So, but just sign someone to replace Harrison Barnes and keep going. Harrison Barnes got ninety four million dollars. Mike Connolly, yo. Oh. <laughs> you want me to get disgusted? No, these dudes get stupid money, yo, in the NBA, man. Stupid money. Stupid money, man. They get. Stupid you know what's funny? Stupid I seen, money. I seen an interview. God. Mike Connolly was on Sports Center. And he was interviewing him, and they was asking him about the contract. He was like, "You know, I feel like I deserve it." I was just looking. What? Like, <laughs> with the with that lip with the lips crooked, yo. I was just like, like <laughs> in a way, it's the truth because you're worth whatever somebody's willing to pay yeah. you. Yeah, but, but in reality, I think bro, deep I... down in your head, you know, like Mike Conley knows. Yo, I just I just raped him, yo. Like <laughs> <laughs> Like literally, we, we even had this discussion. I think on our last podcast before that, is there's there's like ten point guards ahead of Mike Conley. Yeah. Like I don't even think he's better than like Goran Dragic in Miami. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's well, solid. He's a solid. He's player. a solid he's player. Solid. I solid. mean, no disrespect to him, yo. Yeah. Get you fifteen. But this nigga <laughs> is making thirty less 
million a season for fifteen points a game. What fifteen point? What is the average? Like fifteen, like fifteen, like, like six, eight, six yeah, or eight, eight rebounds. Seven. You not even. I don't even. Th- what like maybe one assist a game, two assists maybe. This this dude. <laughs> He got thirty million you. The only person who makes more money on average than him is LeBron, and LeBron LeBron James just became the highest paid player per year in the NBA this year. He deserves it. People go to watch LeBron play. I ain't going like, to watch my. If comments. I sit around the house and I see Cleveland, I'm, like, I'm gonna turn that on. I'm trying to see LeBron. That's somebody who's worth stupid money. That's market value. He's a impact player. He drives league ratings. Yep. When he left, he affected the economy of the city of Cleveland by his departure. That's crazy. He boosted the economy when he came back. They that did, man's yeah. worth money. He He's worth that kind of money. He should run. Ain't nobody checking for no bike car. I'm still mad about this. You about to have me go off on the table. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I think you're. I think you are right about Gold State. I think you're right about that. That signing KD could come back to bite them, and that's why I give more props to Russell Westbrook when he got when he signed that extension with the Thunder. I give him so much more props because this man, not only is he a killer, but he's like, if I'm gonna do it, I want it to be because I did it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't knock KD going to Golden State to try a winning one, because I would, I would do whatever I could to win one. Did you see? There was an but, interview with him though. Like, I think it was more than basketball for him, because he was talking, and he was saying like, you know, Russ got a wife, kids. You know, he's already like, you know, who he is. He was like, I'm still trying to find myself, and yeah, I've been in Oklahoma City since I was 19. And I'm just trying to grow as a man. Like I think he was on some other stuff on why he left. I mean, and that's got, why I stopped uh, criticizing him for leaving. Yeah, Rick James, a big face of Rick James tattooed on his thigh, son. I mean, he ain't yeah. making good decisions in his life. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't knock him from go. If if he went there for selfish reasons, just to try to win him a championship, I ain't knocking that. Honestly, there's like no team he could have went to where he wouldn't have got criticized. That's what's saying. But except for if he went to like Boston. Because they ain't really got a superstar already. So, I mean, uh, he wouldn't have got killed for that. But then he'd be done with LeBron all the time. And he'd be like, I don't yeah. want nothing to do with that. But so. I mean, like, if, if you that if you've been in the league for a minute and you're a superstar and you ain't win no championship, if you had the opportunity to win a championship and you go for selfish reasons, I mean, Al Iverson, or not Al Iverson, Ray Allen did it, and he wasn't ashamed. He went to Miami and was like, I'm trying to win championships. Period. I don't knock that. But... I respect more. I respect Russell Westbrook even more. Because that dude. But Russell just built like that. Yeah. He is. He, man. I'm sorry. He's the most exciting yeah. player to watch. The Ninja Drinking Pot. Ninja Drinking Coffee Podcast officially endorses Russell, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. <laughs> yeah. <sir. laughs> that man is the truth, man. He's the truth. What? No doubt. So. All right, shout out to the Chicago Cubs, even though, whatever. They won, nah, they won the no World Series. No shout out to them niggas. It's been a, it's been a long time, Let's go Bucks, the Cubs. Come on, man. The Bucks <laughs> are dead, <yeah. laughs> I'm sorry. They're done, man. Listen, they had a good two years. Whenever Neil Hudson trades <laughs> McCutcheon, I'm going to need you to call me and console me. Hey, 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 be happy, yo, because then you could go to a, a Pirates game for like, you can get $5, a $5 ticket 
I've been doing that for years. <laughs> it goes back to that way, man. You know what hurts the worst about the Cubs winning? That whole team is young as heck. Like they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Like the, my my little pirates who have not been good for twenty years. <laughs> the last time they were good, they lost. I was nine years baby. old. When Barry Bonds couldn't throw on Sid Bream in 1992. That's the last time they were good. <laughs> they went two entire decades without even having a 500 season. Beautiful. They finally get to be really good. Last year they won 98 games. Wow. Only to get the worst luck of all time because the, the goddamn Boston Red Sox <laughs> got rid of Theo Epstein of all people. Mm. And he went to Chicago, who's in the Bucks division. And now they've won the World Series. And like everybody on that team's like 22. So is Theo Epstein, <laughs> is Theo Epstein a monster or is he a monster? Yo, he's the best. He is the curse he's the breaker, best yo. general manager. Yes. He, his, in any sport right now. He should be called the curse breaker. That should be his name. He's they a, should go make him uh, the general manager for Cleveland. And I guarantee you they would win. He's the, is the best general manager. That dude is beast, in man. In any sport. He is beast. Right now. Like, I'm trying to rack my head. No, nah, there's nobody close to a him. A better yo. general manager. There is nobody close to him, yo. He is a beast, dude. Like, and when you think, like, and people will try to say, oh, the Cubs have all this money. Which is true. That's what allowed them to decide, like Hayward. But they weren't doing. They always had money, though. But exactly. They They've always, always had money. Had money. Yeah. And the fact is, their actual best, like the way you win in baseball, is you have to home grow hitters. Yep. And you buy pitching. And he did it to perfection. Their whole Addison Russell Schwarber. Uh, what's the Schwarber? Uh, Chris Bryant's about to win <laughs> yeah. the MVP. He's like twenty years old. Um, Rizzo. All these guys he either drafted or traded for. Mm-hmm. And they're all homegrown. They're all young. And they won 102 games and won a championship. Like, they're not going nowhere. Yes, rap. Like, they're about to pull off a Yankee-type running, like, where they win, like, four or five in the next five, six years. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. But, I mean, I mean, Cleveland, I like Terry Francona. That dude's a... Honestly, he's... The, he's good. He's, what he did with that good. team was amazing. They were... In the tenth inning of the seventh game of the World Series, with a team with a two hundred million dollar payroll and won a hundred some games, and they were right there, and they were missing their second and third starter, like two niggas out the bullpen, like they were miss. The Cubs were one hundred percent healthy, and they were there missing very important people, and they were right there. Terry he's Frank, a beast, yo. Terry Francona managed his butt off. He's a beast. And Boston had both of these niggas, yo, yep. and they got rid of both of them. How stupid are they? And they got they got swept out the first round. <laughs> they got shut out. Like I wanted to see Poppy win a win a World Series, man. Go out in style because that I love that man. But they got sh- <laughs> they got shut down. They got shut down. But I mean, I I think it's good. I know I worked with somebody from Chicago, and I was talking to him, and he was just like, he he's back in Chicago now. Ironically, his name is Charlie. He was he was like crying on the phone when I was talking to him. Yeah. Like that's how bad those fans. Could you imagine if if like pirate fans had that? I mean, at least at least pirate fans, older pirate fans, can actually remember the last time they won a World Series. Like 
They had to find people. They, they resurrected some folks, yo. To make them see that they won. The, they haven't won the World Series since, what, 1908? 108 years. I mean, that's the same. That's like on the same level as the Red Sox when they when they won their World Series. I mean, like. I mean, I get it. This dude broke curses, son. The Steelers haven't won since 08, and I'm already, like, itchy, like. Like if we went, like if somehow they went to Super Bowl like this year or next year, I'd probably break down like it had been a hundred years. <laughs> you spoiled, yeah. <you. laughs> like, wait, and I was just arguing with people online about this today, you know, because people were like, people were losing their minds. Like, I love the Steelers. Sometimes our fans drive me insane because they're homers, like picture like, fans. Like every time the Steelers <laughs> lose. It's because the Steelers lost. Like, it's never because the other team was just better. Like, the Dallas Cowboys have the best record in the NFL. They have an offensive line with, like, five top ten draft picks. And there are people who are complaining because they're going to stop the run. Like, they, they lead the league in rushing. They average 400 yards of total offensive game. Like, their defense didn't give up 23 points to anybody all season. They're really good. We just lost to a better team. Like, it's okay to say that, Steeler Nation. We lost to a better team. Except, no, hopefully we'll except get... for when y'all lose to the Pats. That is a, that is a conspiracy. No, no. We put something in y'all orange. We, we played the Pats a couple weeks ago. We lost to a better team. Now, hopefully our team develops and gets better. And maybe they get hot at the end of the year. Maybe we can have a different discussion. But on the day we played, both of those teams... They were the better team. We had some Landry Jones out there throwing passes. Come on now. You think we're going to beat Tom F. Brady with a nigga named Landry Jones throwing the ball? Come on. Calm down, Steeler Nation. We'll be just fine. Next year is really our year. Because that's when we get Martavis back. And that's when all these young niggas on defense that don't know what they're doing will actually have some experience. At least you hope on that defense. Because that defense was kind of cracking this last season. But that's the thing. They're all young. Our defense is... These are all the niggas that had to replace the old Troy and Brett Kiesel and Case. All these dudes been there for like a year or two. The question is, is that what does Mike Tomlin actually do? Because I was watching that game. He did not have his headset really. He didn't have the like the piece where you talk. He didn't even have it near his mouth for like most of that game. Like, what does he do? Because it... If he's a defensive guru, which that's what he's supposed to be, that's what his reputation is built on, what's but going on with that defense? We don't even run the defense that he grew up doing. Why? I don't understand. He was a Tampa 2 coach. He came under Dungy. But when he got here, Coach LeBeau had been here forever with the 3-4 in the Pittsburgh defense, which was but they number one in the league forever. run run it. Everything to a T that Dick LeBeau used to do once he left. You can even see that. They don't run it the same exactly, way. Exactly, we don't. But the guy that replaced him, Keith Butler, was taught by Dick LeBeau. So now Keith Butler is trying to find his own niche. It's his second year. So Tomlin's a guy. He lets his people do their thing. Like, that's how my boss is about job. He's like, my boss is literally like. Except for when you go for two points and you fail. But that's a coaching decision. Like, that's not up to a coordinator. But but yeah, but, but that's that's one thing I like about Belichick is that he doesn't conform to one oh, defensive that's my, scheme. That's what I respect he, most about him. He Belichick. molds players. He, does he doesn't care too. Like, yeah, he doesn't care. Like, literally, they they're like a chameleon. Like yeah. depending on who they're playing, like you see one game where they run the ball forty five times or somebody like it's the Patriots. They run 
And then the next week, they'll come out and throw the ball 48 times because the team got a bad – like, literally, they just like, what, is, what, is it, what does our opponent do bad? And then they just think, attack that. And, I'm not, and I wish more coaches would do yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because most I'm coaches are like, we just run, we run. Exactly. And they just, and they I just don't understand. I never understood that because I'm not, like, touting. I'm a pass fan, but I'm not being homer about this. I, I just don't understand, like, why do are people so arrogant with their systems when – He's showing you that the way that the NFL should be moving is it should be like that. Like, if anything, I think that if he had the offense that the Steelers have, <laughs> they seem like that they could be more chameleon to me than our offense. Because they got a running back that can do it all. And if you give him the ball, he's magic. It's almost like a problem because the last couple weeks – I think the problem with the Steelers is they got too much talent. I, I'm sorry to say that. Oh, no, I, I think I, they have too much talent. Because like the way they've been using Le'Veon, I'm like, I like that he can catch passes. But we'd be lining him up in the slot all the time. Like, he's still a running back. Like, you Man. need to make people respect the run. Now you got play action passes. Now you can get it to him on a screen pass off the back. Like, just all the ways to get him involved. Now, I'm not saying we should stop putting him out as a receiver because he got a great touchdown on Sunday. And he's he's still he's like he's the he's the highest career scrimmage yards per game ever. Like this dude literally legit is a he's a monster. His average yards per game from scrimmage is higher than any player who's ever played professional football. I'm sorry to say it, yeah. I thought they were more balanced when D'Angelo Williams was running. They down were the because then they were just they were just running the ball regular. And he was good at it too. He was doing. He was when they got Le'Veon, we just start running the ball like we're just throwing the ball. That's what all I don't understand time. is like whose decision is that? Because it can't be ultimately the coordinator. It cannot be Todd Haley's decision. It, it has it. to be. Tomlin has to give him the green light to do that. He lets him run. But that's what I'm saying is, like, when you see that something is not working, it's your job to come in and be like, look, you need well, to change this, man. I'm giving you all of this leeway to do this, and put, it's not working the way we want it to work. They put up 30 on a team that didn't give up 23 to anybody all year. The offense wasn't their problem yesterday. Yeah, yeah. When, when, uh, Ezekiel Elliott ran... <laughs> What was that fourth quarter? He just like ran right through the middle, and I was like, "I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe that's the reason why Stiller fans are like being homers right now. It was because I'm not a Stiller fan, but I live in Pittsburgh, so I've seen probably every game that Stillers play. It hasn't been until these last two seasons that I've actually seen people be able to run at will." On the Steelers. This is the first time I have seen that. Because when Cowher was the coach, you couldn't get even 80. If you got 80 yards on the Steelers in the game, that was a successful game. Do you know People that? are averaging you know 100 who was yards. In the middle of the field back then? Yeah, I mean, but I understand. I understand, but that's what we I think. They never re- successfully replaced Casey Hampton. But that's what I'm saying. I see I K- think that people shout out to Casey Hampton. I see that nigga at the club like two weeks ago. Whenever they had alumni weekend, he's still in Pittsburgh. No, I don't think he lived here, but they came back for alumni weekend. That nigga is still big as heck. He still looks like he'll be killing niggas. But that's what I'm saying, though, yo. Is I think that's what why people get Homer issues because they remember when you have a team like oh, like look at the Bears. Like what 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 has been their motive for most of their existence? Defense, middle linebacker, never really had a good quarterback. 
and that's why they. But but that's what Chicago fans, when they see their defense like falling apart, they're like, oh my god, like this is absolutely like the world's falling apart. That's what Steelers oh, have built that's themselves up. Why the on. fans are like losing their mind. Like and that, that this is a. I put this long Facebook post out there, but the problem is the only team who didn't go through a like downturn is the Patriots. Yeah. Every other team, after you're like, you know, you're good for a while, and those guys get old, usually you suck for a couple years. Like, you go 5 to 11, you go 4 12, you reload, because now you got some high picks, you know, then you come back. Even Denver had a couple down years. That's how they got Vaughn Miller. That's how they mm-hmm. got some of them niggas. Yeah. Because they suck for a couple years. The Steelers, their drop off, so to speak, we went 8 and 8 twice. Like, so you kind of fell off. But you didn't fall off good enough to get really good people. That's how we got Ben, because Ben was a top 10 pick. That's how we got Troy. We traded up for him. That's how we got Casey Hampton, because we had those three years in the, at the late 90s when Coward sucked and niggas was trying to fire his ass. We got all them dudes. People get real convenient about that. Oh, man, he won with Coward's players. Niggas was about to run Coward out of town. He still won with Coward's players, though. Yeah, I mean, look at what happened. I mean, they, let's, let's talk about they won that Super They won that other Super Bowl. And I'm sorry to say, though, uh, they, <laughs> they got away with some stuff at that Super Bowl against the. Uh, who, who they play? Uh, the, the Cardinals? That was their Seattle. last week. Seattle. Seattle. No, no, not Seattle. The Cardinals, right? They, they played the Cardinals their second Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, that was, the, that was the Super Bowl. I was like, there were some questionable calls, but. Against. Uh, Seattle was. was, was <laughs> they were poop, but the Steelers deserved. The Steelers no, deserved both players. My point was, but. we never sucked hard enough to get really good players. We just got some. Our defense has <clears throat> good players, but they're not. They're not like Troy Paul. Troy Paul could just break offenses by itself almost. This like is- he was superhuman. Like we, have, like Ryan Shazier, he's a good player. He's not great. He's fast. Cam Hayward, he's a good player. He's not great. To it, he's a good player. He's not great. We got all these rookies now. We got Hargrave and Artie Burns and Sean Davis. They're rookies. Like rookies, never even used to play for the Steelers. Like you had to wait like two years to even get on the field. So I mean, it's like there's a lot of young guys and a lot of dudes that's like they were like lower first round picks. They don't have that high end talent that we're. But used my to question seeing. is, is that the the system hasn't changed from Pittsburgh? Just the coaching. The system is in place. It's always been in place. So and that's exactly why did it change? If you don't have the same talent. But why did it the change right there? I mean, it has changed, though. These they have the same these... system, but they, they have changed their philosophy on how they do stuff. Because you have to. The NFL, like back when we was running the, we was running the 3-4 all the time, people wasn't really passing. Like the only team, and that's why the Patriots used to kill us. Because the Patriots like, we know we can't run the ball on them. So we're literally just going to spread them out and pass all day long. Like literally... Like, we used to play the Pats and Brett. I remember what, what was the one time? Like, Brady set a record for like 20 straight completions. Yeah. He threw the ball like 24 consecutive plays. Like, they made no attempts to run the ball because they knew you couldn't run. You got to adjust. The whole NFL is like that now. Like, how many running teams are like the Titans? Dallas is. You can kind of say they're a running team. But, like, most people, even Marcus Mariota is out there flinging the ball around. Like, people are throwing the ball. You got to, you can't just be out there in the 3 4. Like, you got to stop the run at all costs. Oh yeah, and yeah. niggas is bombing the ball over your head like. Yeah, I think four three is back because there was a point where that was like 
people was trying to scrap that, and I think what what the Steelers and the New England was running a three four base. It like, was like the predominant. The Steelers actually spend most of their most of their game time like the nickel and the dime. That's why they're like they're, I, I, that's why we haven't really had in those tackles since Hampton because we we can't run the three four that much anyway. But that's why linebackers are so key right now, and they got linebackers that can cover space. We got that linebackers hand. that can cover space, but we don't have enough D linemen to free them up. Yeah, like two and Hayward are good, but we have no depth. That's I seen a stat smart post gazette where both of those dudes played every snap yesterday. Most people rotate their defensive linemen out so they don't get tired. Oh yeah, you have to. That's why. That's why that nigga was running directly up the middle of the field in the fourth quarter because them dudes was tired. They got wore out. They were on the field every single. I think they said Cam Hayward got one playoff, and Stephon Tuitt literally never left the field. And then, and you factor that in when you playing the best offensive line in football. What do you think is going to happen late in the fourth quarter? You got no shot. Did you still got number seven though? Still got seven, seven did his job. He gave us a lead last time he had the ball. <laughs> he was genius. We had less than two minutes. The nigga scored too fast. Like he was that good where he scored too fast. Like when we scored, I was like, "Oh, we still got forty seconds." Like you should never be concerned about that under normal circumstances. That's what happened with the Patriots against the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> That's why we. That's why we lost. They was trying to manage the clock and score. Like no, just score. Just you got to choose which one you want to do. That's why they had all that stuff happen at the one yard line. And then we were trying to. Ball. We were trying to uh, manage the clock so they couldn't come down and kick a field goal. No, just just score. Just 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 do your part. Well, we did the opposite. We lost two, so it didn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We scored too fast. Lost. Y'all tried to manage the clock. You lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just... And Jabal Sherrod only played 12 snaps, which I really don't understand. He probably won't get traded to Cleveland, yo, next week. I think... I, <laughs> <laughs> they better not do that, yo, because that secondary is... Uh, oh, yeah. Hmm. Like, like... Logan Ryan is still out there, yo. Like, I thought... I thought... Uh, what's his name? Antro Rowe or something was... Took his place. He took his place the first couple, couple games when they uh, got him, and then he just was like... They didn't even suit him up, yo. He was inactive. I was like, wait... He's inactive. He was starting the last two games. You know who might give y'all some serious trouble? Like, y'all probably beat them because they're young, but they're going to score if y'all play the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Brady, Brady, Brady better not have an off game that day because he's going to need to put up 30, 40 points during that game because the Raiders will like that secondary. I'd like to see what we can do against that secondary with Ben. Landry still had 300 yards. He just couldn't get in the end zone. He was out there kicking field goals. But, yeah, a real quarterback – might, might be we problem. got rid of our best. Well, Dante Hightower, I'd say, is the best. Yeah, Hightower was nice. But Hightower Jamie was nice. Collins was the truth. He would have been the truth. But and they got rid of him. Pick? They got a compensatory third-round pick. So it might be a high pick because the Browns. But All because he wanted too much money? Is that what No, happened? no, no, no. They said that he was freelancing too much. And Bill Belichick was like, he doesn't like that. Like, no coach likes that. No coach likes when a player is doing his own thing when he's like, run this play. You do this. And they don't do it. But there's still like rumors that that wasn't true. They said that he asked for 11 or the Patriots offered him $11 million a year and he said no. I don't know. Jamie Collins never talked when he was up there. He never did any. I don't, I don't know what happened. So he must have just made Bill Belichick mad because Matt Patricia did not even know 
that he got traded. Like, Bill Belichick had to go in and tell his coaches that he traded uh, Jamie Collins. That's one of those, like, he's he may be the smartest coach ever to have coached. Might be the greatest coach ever to have coached. But he has done some dumb stuff that you're like, why would you do that right now? Either way, they could have lost him. He could have let him go and we could have got a high compensatory pick. When he got so I don't understand why you get rid of him now. Unless unless you really believe that that third round pick that the Browns was was uh that third round pick is going to be a high compensatory pick. I I, I still don't understand that. And we're based on how much money he would have got. I mean, we're paid. You would have got a compensatory pick and probably been in third round. Yeah, and the Patriot. I mean, I understand Patriot fans because I read this stuff. They're all homers now. We we always try to figure. We always try to give Belichick the, you know, and Bill we trust and try to give him the benefit of doubt. But this one, I can't wrap my head around it. If they get rid of Jabal Shearer, I'll be very upset. I'll be very upset. Like, wow, Brady is thirty nine years old. You just threw in the towel, you. You just metaphorically threw in the towel because that defense is not going to be good. That pass rush is terrible. Like sometimes you gotta give. Sometimes I don't care how good your system is. Sometimes you need that. You gotta pay a little extra bit money. He does not pay a lot of money on the defensive end for some reason. And he's a D. I understand his system is probably the best defensive they system. Don't really pay anybody. Every time an offensive lineman wants to get paid, they seem to get shipped to Tampa Bay or somewhere. I mean, it's smart because that keeps them competitive, and maybe if other teams did that, maybe maybe it would help but I also other teams. Think since the first three, there's only been one, and I think if he'd kept on the some of them guys, that he traded yeah, on, y'all might y'all would have more than one since '04. Oh yeah, yeah, I believe that too. But like, I, I, I have to say, time that keeps them competitive, but you still gotta. I don't know. I'm gonna see how I'm gonna see if he's still pulling that kind of stuff whenever Brady eventually retires. He might retire with Brady. Like I don't know. Do I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna leave when Brady leaves. Like, that's the only like 65, right? Yeah, but that I mean that's the that's the way you should do it though. Anyway, like you you. Oh, I thought Popovich was gonna retire with Tim. Dunn. That's what I thought too. And like like Sean Payton shouldn't stay in in uh, Louis in uh, uh, New Orleans when Breeze retires. Like you you. You tied yourself up to this dude. Like, y'all live and die with this dude. Y'all are both on the hip. Like, when he goes, unless you're, like, really, like, just, you know, wanting to win, you done proved yourself. Like, why why, why go any further? Why go any further? I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. The NFL going to be interesting because this is kind of weird that the Raiders show are out here and they got a legit team. They going like, good, man. Like, honestly, as a team with a terrible defense, like as a team, I think I think the Steelers will still find a way to get in the playoffs. I still believe that. I've not lost hope. But if you ask me at this very second, right now, who I don't want to see, it is the Oakland Raiders. And we played them last year here, and we only won that game because we outscored them. Like, if the game was, like, 45-38, like, Ben had, like, 480 yards. That was the game Antonio had 300 yards receiving. Like, that's what it took. We just had to outscore them. And that was last year. Like, Derek Carr was still just kind of putting stuff together last year. Yo, he's, he's a beast, Like, dude. honestly, <laughs> if, you're, if you're, like, a, a team that's been around for a while, if you're Denver or you're New England or you're Pittsburgh, 
give me Kansas City all day. Hell I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll take Kansas City. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Everybody is begging for Kansas City. Kansas City. Nobody's trying to see Oakland because that's all I'm saying. Man. We played Kansas City this year already. We having a bad year and we still beat the bricks off of them. That was the only. That was the one night we looked like a Super Bowl contender. We played Kansas City. We beat them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, obliterated. It was like it 40, was so beautiful. It was yeah. like 43-18 or something bad. Like we killed them. Bad. I'm not scared of Kansas City at all. But Oakland. Yeah, no, I say they're the black horse of, that, uh, of who's going to make it. My dream scenario, maybe even the Ravens too. You, we, they might we win our division team too. Hopefully, we're like. Hopefully, we're. Dang it. Yeah, hopefully, we're like five games. So y'all got to go eleven and five. Y'all got to win at least. Y'all got to win at least. Oh, we're not getting a two seed. I'm trying to think if we need to be a three or four like seed. Nine and six to avoid Oakland. <laughs> Because right now, they would be the two seed. Do I want to go to Oakland or New England? I guess I'd ask some sense. I still take Oakland. But. I wouldn't want to go to New England in the wintertime in playoff weather. Well, see, we got Le'Veon. On the last two years, he was hurt for the playoffs. I wouldn't want to play y'all without Le'Veon. See, but I don't think that that's it. I think something else is going to happen to Steelers, Joe. He's going to get hurt. Nah, he, you he, see how Antonio Brown got, like, that thing went into his ribs. I mean, that didn't hurt him. I mean, well, it hurt him, but he, he, if he y'all keep leaning on him heavy, I mean, because what is what does he got? He even got seven hundred yards receiving this year, right? Right now. So I mean, his he, production he that now he was at like six ninety. Okay, yeah, I mean, but his production is down from from last year. But it's down because we ain't got more receivers. But that's what I'm saying is like if y'all lean on him too much, y'all, I think he's gonna get hurt. I think I think he's. I don't think he got a choice though. Like Pittsburgh is too injury prone. Those right other now. niggas are mediocre. That's what I'm saying. Like when I watched that game, and I was like, the only dude that's running under routes, yo, is Antonio Brown. Yo, with the rest of these dudes is just going deep. Like, well, that's Sammy Coates' only job. He didn't really play yesterday. I guess he pissed somebody off. He he got. I seen the snap count today. He had two snaps. He did get a pass interference call on one of them, which was cool, but. Like, he has not been seen since the Jets game when he murdered the Jets. Mm. So. I don't know, man. But, I don't know. We got a lot of stuff out. NFL, NBA. Politics. Some Trump. Some President Trump. President Trump. Trump. Like I said, man. Let's lower these taxes, bro. That's all I'm saying. Lower my... Yes, sir. Yo, I'll... Lower my taxes. Give me a higher earned income credit. I'm trying to get like, I'm trying to have like two digits before the car on my returns be. That's all I'm saying. Yo, that would be beautiful. Oh my god! Like 10, oh. 11, 12,000. Oh. on the tax return, god. dude. I will wear a "Make America Great Again" <laughs> hat, yo. While I will do a Facebook post with me counting money, my income tax return with a "Make America Great Again" hat. Listen, listen, listen. I'll put it like this. <laughs> You raise that earned income credit rate. I ain't gonna vote for you in 2020, might but I might put a sign in my yard for you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> might say a little Harold Mary for you or something. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you put a sign. It is. It, you know. <laughs> oh, and I live in the inner city, so I might get killed for putting that up. I'm just saying. Yeah. Wow, Donald Trump. Man. Don't trust Pre- President Till the next time Don't you wanna talk politics It's gonna be a while Go on get that pie high
Don't forget to bring the cream, no. We need a little bit of sugar till. You wanna talk hip hop? Put a shot in at my dude, it's time to get a little But sky is the limit. You can sit around, chop it up like real niggas. Don't spill that cup, you might get messed up, wasting my coffee beans. We don't like a cold though, we like hot Arabic beans. And I need my own mug with capital letters on it saying my coffee trick please. I'm 100 by my cough, 100 by my cough. Real dudes drink cough, real dudes drink cough. So open up your ears and tune in. Two niggas drinking cough, just a nigga 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 drinking cough.